This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Free FM 89.0. Tuia Nareo Otahapori. Now, Hamilton City Council presents Council Comment. A weekly discussion about civic business, one-on-one with those at the council table. Here's your host, Brian Smith. And a very good morning, everyone. It's is Brian Smith behind the microphone on Council Comment, and it's a good day to be inside. Actually, it looks rather wet out there. And my guest today from the council is none other than Ryan Hamilton. And hi, Ryan. Hi, Brian. Good morning, everyone. It's really good to have you with us, and uh, I'm looking at the uh, some of the issues that... Uh, have been dealt with and got anything on the uh, works at the moment, anything? We had our last uh, formal meeting yesterday, um, right. just tied, tidying up a few things and bits and pieces and uh, one of the big things was um, the Better Off Fund, which was um, part of the government's, um, I guess, strategy in terms yep. of, you know, three waters and that sort of thing and it was pretty interesting conversations around, around that. <laughs> there was. That three waters one is... Uh, We've got it on whether we want it or not, I presume. Yeah, and so yesterday we discussed whether we want to receive government's offer of $14 million, which um, it's not uh, It's not without conditions and strings. Right. Um, and uh, the council resolved to um, to receive it, but I didn't feel comfortable because it's um, oh, effectively, in, in many ways, it's been, you know, akin to a bribe yeah. so um yeah mixed views around the table do you take the money and use it for for the things that we need yep or do you say actually you know enough's enough so yeah quite interesting the views around the table so it's still floating around up there is it no council resolved to accept it oh good okay there we go by the way i, I don't know whether i introduced you it is ryan hamilton behind the other microphone if i didn't say so earlier but uh ryan's uh, going to be on for the last time or the last not for him, but the last show this week uh, of uh, council comment, and we won't be back until February. But we'll tell you all about that later on. Getting on with uh, what are some of the main issues that you think need to be dealt with in the coming year, Ryan? Are there things on the agenda? Yeah, I mean, look, the biggest thing we, we've been working through and still will be in the new year is, is they call it's called the reform storm. So, uh-huh. so government's pushing through a lot of reforms. Obviously, Three Waters was one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's health reforms. Um, that big one council has to deal with is the RMA reform. So, RMA is is being sort of changed into three separate uh, bills. Yep. Uh, and we've got to submit on that. Actually, it was going to be end of January, which was a bit, a uh, bit cruel to staff that uh, you know do a lot of the, the technical response. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got a, a one week extension on that, I believe. Um, so, so that's quite significant for us because obviously, as a city, you know, we've got our district plan and uh, we make rules around you know housing, where it can go, how it can be, and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, and and so we're working through all of that stuff as well as the, the three by three uh, rule, yeah, uh, heritage. Uh, uh, but a whole bunch of stuff. So it's still still working through what it will mean for us as a city. We've got to submit on that, and then we've got to see where it lands as yes. well. Oh, well, that's going to be a big one, and uh, we'll be looking at that. One of the other things I think the uh, city's probably looking at, or we hope you are anyway, is the uh, whole issue of lawlessness and working with the police and that. There's been a hell of a lot around Auckland and here. We seem to get a lot. Nothing the council can do about it, is there? What? 
Well, I know Mia Paul has been pretty keen on uh, certainly using as much leverage as we can, and she's built some really good relationships with um, the district commander and, and the police, yep. and um, recently got some match funding from the government through her advocacy. So government said they'll give us a million dollars if we match it. Um, and the sorts of things we can do are environmental, physical environmental design elements, bollards, I think it might yep. relate to fog cannon security, those sorts of things. So sort of within council's remit, uh, we're certainly going to do as much as we can. Mm. Um, and then, of course, some of it falls on to um, central government. And um, But, yeah, it's certainly a very significant issue. Um, you know, I was just talking to a guy this morning. He runs a restaurant in Hamilton East, and he was robbed yep. um, last night. Um, oh. Some people went in and uh, broke in, seemed to know what they were doing, and took all his uh, food and produce and meat so he won't be able to open his restaurant for a few nights. Oh, God's um, sake. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I just, you know, just saw him this morning. I popped around and, you know, he's just looking quite deflated and, well, he would, as he would. He? Yeah. Um, but it is, it's really hard. I mean, there's no quick fix for it. But certainly I think uh, I think the pressure's going on central government to, to do things different. Really get something done, yes. I was thinking with the new year and Christmas and all that, it may, it may even rise more as they try and get stuff. Yeah, well, that's for, true. So for, I think I think the community's going to have to be vigilant as well and, uh, you know, all, all eyes and ears. Yep. Well, we'll keep looking out at that one. I've got a dairy quite close to me and I think he's been rolled over a couple of times, not severely, but, you know, Sort of held up one time. I think he was held up with a couple of knives pointed at him. It's terrible. Yeah, you know, this sort of thing. You know, he's a hell of a nice Indian guy that owns it, and you know, pretty bad, really. Yeah. And I heard the car screaming, and a little while later, police arrived, but they they'd gone by the time the police got there. Right. And, yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah. awful for all the the owners. The stress, the anxiety, not to mention the physical, financial um, implications. Yes. It's, it's all going to be done, that's for sure. Now, there's a lot of uh, d- development going on, I, I think, in the city, in there, the pr- prospect of inner city development. Yeah. And, uh, that. Uh, how far is that down the line before it really gets going? Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's a slow to medium term um, you know, program. Uh, it's great to see some cranes in, this, in the central city. There was, I think there's two moving to the theatre now and one over Union Square. Yep. It's a great uh, indicator of activity. Uh, and council recently um, received, you know, $150 million um, for central city infrastructure funding, okay. which with which the purpose that, that that can then unlock a lot of that inner city development. Yep. Um, and the sorts of things, when I say infrastructure, for example, you know, we've got the Ruakiwi Reservoir up on the hill by the lake, yep. um, but uh, we need to increase the capacity of it to deliver in the pipe networks and all that sort of stuff. Yep. A lot of the under-the-ground stuff, yep. um, you know, where pipes were built in the 60s and we need bigger ones and yep. you've got to maintain pressure and all that stuff that we don't see, but it's so fundamental to to, to, to building that in, in, intensive inner-city living. Yes, yeah, so I went past it the other day. I... I took a shortcut down Clarence Street to go to the supermarket. <laughs> uh, but in actual fact, there was about five guys working there and a couple of trucks and that sort of thing. And I thought, hello, something's happening anyway. Yeah, and of course that Collingwood Street roundabout is getting uh, rejigged and, right. and that'll, that'll make it a bit more pedestrian-friendly accessible, but also with the ACC development right there right. on the corner, yep. um, that's due to open very soon. So there's sort of 600 new office workers that... <laughs> We've got to make sure we integrate into the network. Yeah. 
Well, it's a growing city, and of course, uh, when it's a growing city, it's growing people, and uh, you need to have everything up to scratch. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. And uh, little things like the gardens and the Hamilton Lake and that sort of thing, have you got workers working through that? Very much, very much. I mean, you know, Hamilton Gardens is, you know, a huge uh, tourist hotspot for us. Absolutely. And I was there on a Sunday night a week or so ago and, you know, the car park, the overflow car park, you know, they've got painted lines on the grass, they've got a, you know, a, a warden or an usher kind of guiding everyone. It's it's amazing. And yeah. and I was at the zoo last weekend and the car parking is is sort of half of it's done now and it's just looking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the zoo, the, the investment we're making in the zoo, it's also had record numbers through in the last year. And of course, through summer, they'll be a real hot spot. It'll be a hot spot, yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, I've got family that live at uh, Rotokauri, and I got off, when I'm going that way, I go past the zoo. It was a bit rough there for a while, but it's smoothed out. And, yeah, um, yeah. Have you been up there in the last few weeks? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's changing so fast. Yes. Yeah. And, and urban, they call it urbanisation, but all the road, because it was obviously it was an old rural road now they've got you know some nice footpaths and yep. it's looking really slick yes indeed. yeah yeah it's a big big development there and uh i for a while when i was going I was visiting i'd go down bagoost road rather than go past oh, yeah. the zoo yep. it was such a mess but it's coming along beautiful, yeah yeah that's for sure and there's other developments you know as you say the lake and the hamilton uh, gardens which are really good i walk on the lake not walk on the lake. I walk around the lake at different times. <laughs> you walk on. You've tried walking on the lake. You walk no, on water. <laughs> no, I'm not quite that religious. <laughs> I get away with that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, no, it's uh, but it's a nice spot, and I've seen they've been doing uh, few uh, news items for something on the uh, television, oh. and, they, and they've had the guy sitting out on the there on the point. You know where there's. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great oh, out there. There we are. Good advertising. But uh, what are some of the other things that will be done in 2024, sort of coming up on your... Uh, or, yeah, next year we'll be, we'll be looking, obviously, the annual plan, which rolls around every year. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of pressures coming on there from inflation. Mm-hmm. You know, we all budgeted for a certain percentage and uh, inflation's coming in around 7%. And, of mm-hmm. course, that puts a lot of pressure on, uh, you know, us in terms of balancing the books. Yeah. Um, so, so how we manage and measure that will be key. Um, one of the greatest problems we've got even now, we've in the last two ten-year plans, we've taken on some big ambitious capital programs to yep. to, to invest, but now um, that we're going to be struggling to deliver them because the construction market is so constrained with labour shortages and those sorts of things. So we might have to um, we might have to have to pull back on our delivery program, which is right. which is frustrating. So it's it's yeah. a real bit. You know, tension between doing too much and not doing enough, but then being able to deliver on it in yeah. this uh, potentially recessionary market we're going into. Yeah, and it must affect a lot of businesses too, you know, that have got a lot of finance going for them one way or another. So it is quite a big bang on that one, and uh, nothing much you can do about it, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, we've just got to live within our means as best we can as an organisation. Yeah. Um, you always put the rates up. <laughs> well, yeah, we we can, but you know, as you know, it's not always it's not a favourable option. No, and um, people always want to uh, look at what we're spending money on. But of course, the challenge of that, as you say to someone, well, what do you want us to cut? Um, you know, and and for for every project you want to cut, there's just as many people that want to do more. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> so it's um, it's just trying to get something that that our community can live with yeah. that's balanced 
you know, and progressive. And of course, roading takes up quite a bit of money, I guess, and in, uh, in the city that's expanding, and and uh, of course, expanding over Peacocks. How's that coming along? The bridges on its way. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, the Peacocks program is on on plan and yep. to and to budget. Okay. Um, so that's working really well. Um, I mean, one of the big challenges, of course, is housing and. Yeah. Uh, we all want to get away more housing, and there's a lot of work in the pipeline there. We work closely with um, Kainga Order as well, okay. and they've got some exciting plans for the next year. Um, so we all want more housing, <laughs> but we've got a constrained labour market, we've yep. got uh, cost pressures, uh, and then, of course, there's a general election coming into next year. Next so year, yeah, about the 21st of October. <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, so it's all it's all very yeah. interesting times. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, it'll depend on the government to a degree what happens here, mm. even, you know. So we'll have to look out for that one. Be, be exciting, I think, in a way. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Yeah. I do a programme on Mon- Monday Breakfast Show and I talk to the various politicians, so oh, yeah. um, I've still got to get Tama Pautaka on, but uh, we'll get him there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And if not this year, then early next year. But uh, there's a lot of stuff going with Hamilton politically, I think, as well. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I don't know um, how it's going to work out, of course, with the big general election, would that have any major effect on the council, do you think? Well, not directly, uh, but it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously, we're always looking at what's best for, you know, Hamilton citizens and ratepayers and how do how how can we leverage, you know, government's policy on both sides to, to better our people. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's effectively what we're tasked with. So, um, you know, but I guess to, to your earlier point, the key issues at the moment are cost of living, yep. everyday goods and services which cost more, um, crime, law and order, um, you know, uh, housing, um, yep. you know, uh, emergency housing down Oster Street. Okay, it served its purpose. Let's let's move on now and sort that out. Yep. So those are the key issues, I guess. You know, where we need government intervention. Yes. Um, so we'll be keeping the pressure on. You know, all sides. To keep them on their toes, as it were, whichever one and however they go. But uh, at the moment, there's been controversy uh, at the political level down there, so we won't talk about that. <laughs> but uh, what would you say would be three things you'd like to see done in 2024? What are, what are major things you think should be done? Um, well, I'm tasked with um, the Strategic Growth Committee, and so we've got a lot of pressure I've talked about in there around yeah. housing and things like that. So I'd like to see... Um, more of a housing, um, I guess, eco or epicenters um, away. It was a lot through Enderley and uh, Fairfield. There's more work through Peacocks to do. Yep. We've got um, some design programs coming through uh, Rotokauri, which is which is close to the base and to employment and yep. public transport. Um, and we want to have multiple uh, areas growing because that helps the, the more supply can help some of that pressure on housing affordability mm. Mm. Um, so for me it's really around housing um, and and development from a council perspective can we do any more around you know accommodation to yep. support people staying overnight in the in the city and support our um, our natural endowments around the zoo the yep. gardens the lake the river yep. um, and of course CBD um, you know continuing to build that out as our heart. And if we've got a good, vibrant heart, then the city should be strong yep. and flow. So those, I guess, the key sort of brush strokes. Yes. Well, I happened to drive right down Victoria Street the other day, and uh, it was amazing to see how many people were there and different buildings and things going on around about the place. Yeah. And uh, I hope you don't go and sell the um, council building. Yeah, that was on 
uh, agenda a while back, talking about moving out of the uh, council and going to another building. Yeah, look, we've we've got an open mind about it. I mean, we're very early stages of just going, just reassessing. How many staff do we have? How many staff do we do you use the building? Because we've got nine stories, but for example, do we only need four? So could we sublet some, or yeah. would somebody else be better to own it and we lease it, or or so? When <laughs> whatever we do, it's a key building, yes. and we would want to protect that, and we want to keep the population of us in this central city. Absolutely. So, so those pressures aren't going to change. Yes, because when it first came up, and I was talking to one council can't see it. <laughs> remember who it was now, but I said about it, and I said, would you, you know, go and move the uh, council out to Dinsdale's nice place? <laughs> <laughs> I got an earful for saying that, but oh, right. yeah, well, there we go. And uh, so what about the river? There's a, used to be a little boat going up and down there that's stopped now. Yeah. Uh, we've got a nice jetty here and everything else. Is there any prospect of getting one or two boats out there? Well, look, none that I know. I mean, council's obviously not in that you know that commercial no. operating space. I mean, we're there to enable, and we supported the work that um, you know the River Ferry was doing by that by you know helping with that infrastructure. Sure. Um, so, I mean, that's there. Should another operator want to pick it up? Um, but you know, we we're certainly not in the business of. Uh, doing that at the moment. Right. When I came to Hamilton quite a few years back now, um, there was a paddle steamer used to go up and down there. Book yourself on and have a meal. And Is that the Wiper, Wiper Delta? Yeah, I think that's the... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been on that a few times. Yeah. It was marvellous, you know, and I thought, when I left, I thought, what are they going to do? But nothing come back like that at all. No. It, maybe it was just not a financial... Prospect, I think so. I think there's a lot of cost in the in the kit. Yeah. So, what else is going to be done with the river? Uh, do you any ideas here? I mean, we've got a great cycle track right alongside the river. Well, in terms of on the river, I, I can't see much happening. But we've got um, part of that funding I alluded to earlier um, helps secure the rest of the funding we need for that pedestrian cycle bridge, mm -hmm. um, which you know would link the new regional theatre and take us across to Memorial Park. It'd be marvellous. And 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 but also potentially something that people can perch on and just sit, you know, and watch the river and you know, yeah. you know, because so much of our, our building infrastructure, it's actually really hard to see the river. You know, yes. there's a few key spots in the city, but um, but actually to sit up there and be able to enjoy it um, yeah. would be something pretty special. Yeah. So over the next three three years, that could become a reality. Good. Well, that'd be really great. I, I go for a walk along occasionally from time to time, but as I said to you earlier, I walk around Hamilton Lake quite a lot. Right, <laughs> yeah. I, I live not far away, so it's really good. And uh, sports facilities, uh, that's another thing that a good city has. And uh, how are we offering those? Oh, I think we're well catered for. One of the challenges, you know, I'm pushing for is, you know, with these new greenfield development, for example, like Peacocks and others. Yes. Um, we want to make sure we provide or get that in, get that parkland cheap. Yes. Not not wait until you know we're paying fifteen million dollars for a park. For you know, this the city should be getting it for, you know, peanuts. Yes. If we if we if we get some of that um, agreement early and up front. So I'm just making sure that going forward we we allow for that, yes. you know, and we're not paying full retail price. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and talking about Kori Kori Park over in Brodotuna, um, Zambia, uh, the women's soccer team will be using that as a home base for the FIFA training, All right. which is quite exciting. So, um, 
Yeah, we'll be we'll be hosting them as a team. Yep, international team. Yep. That you go over to Radicari, there's quite a lot of houses there already now, and uh, there's room to build a lot more out there, isn't there? Yeah, we've got some very keen developers. Have you? But you know, we've got to they've, we've got to find that balance of providing the infrastructure that so it doesn't just fall on council or the ratepayers. You know, yeah. we've but you know, equally, uh, you know, some of it or not all of it can. F- fall on them if if it provides a benefit to the wider city mm-hmm. so it's it's those nuances that you know it's got to be fair and proportionate yeah and i thought one of the good things that right now is the fact we've had the election we've got the team looks like a pretty good team to me and uh you know we've got three years to really push ahead yeah yeah i mean i, I think we'll start to hit our straps from February, yeah. we come back and you know start to get into the formal meetings and the structures, yes. and yep. and that's when uh, I think we'll really start to see how everyone operates. Really and, yeah. And, yeah, well, this is the final uh, program of council comment for this year, but we come back on the third of February. So Excellent. I'll be talking to the person that jacks up, uh, a lady by the name of uh, Corey Bluntall. I think. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. she's pretty good on the ball. And um, she'll bring out a uh, roster and we'll get you guys on here and see how we're going into that real new year. Fantastic. Yeah, it sounds good anyway. But it's been a good year for talking to people and so forth. The other thing I was going to ask you about is our sports facilities. Are they pretty good, like the bars, for instance, up the uh, for swimming and things like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we work closely with Sport Waikato and uh, they're, they're in the process of doing, a, um, I think, a needs analysis or around uh, uh, water swimming pools, oh, that yeah. sort of thing, yeah. and to understand what we've got, uh, where we might be a bit light. Um, you know, we, council was going to do a bit of a, a, a joint venture with the university pool oh, yeah. and, and provide some resource in that and use that, uh, and then COVID kind of happened. So we're just sort of reassessing some of that. Um, and I know there's some key um, people around the city that are trying to get another artificial turf All right. up and running because, yep. um, you know, with the rugby fields in the winter, sometimes you can you can have one game a week and they're, they're just mud. Yeah. But with these artificial turfs, you can have, you know, dozens of games on them over and over and over again. Without it happening. Yeah, and so you get much more involvement from the community yes, and, yes. and sports teams. Um, but it's just the cost, obviously, to get it up and running. Yes, well, I think that the grounds even today are much better. When I was a young guy, and you see, I'm getting on now, but when I was a young guy, I played rugby you know, on some of the fields, but you come off with that much mud on you. Yeah. You know, it was terrible. Yeah, so, you know, sport's very much a part of, you know, uh, I guess our focus in terms of providing that, that balance with city yeah. where we can live, work and play. Yep. Um, but I think we're pretty well catered for as a city, oh, and, yeah. and we hope to continue that. But, of course, the more you provide... And what you've got to spend to maintain. Yep. Uh, so that's so a challenge. So it goes there all the time. And the other thing I was going to ask you about, and I uh, think it's something that people are noticing, some of the footpaths are getting into a bit of a state. Okay. Is there any plans to look at that? Yeah, look, that's a bit of a hot spot for us. I mean, we've, I think, doubled our investment in, in footpaths in the last few years and continue to. Yes. And you're aware we've got that... Um, pavement uh we've got like a robot uh, that goes over the pavement and takes video footage and and, oh, right. and, and identifies if we, if it needs patchwork oh, but yeah. certainly if anyone sees anything out there that they know that needs some some love let council know and we'll put it on our um remedial maintenance right. work because we're constantly you know tidying up footpaths around the city because they can be a you know trip hazard and of course you've got these uh older people in their electric Chairs, as it were, wandering along there. Yeah. And there's a big hunk of the 
thing oh, absolutely, really, yeah. Really awful. And of course, tree roots and things and moves it over time. So, um, actually, some of the best uh, feedback is from just community out, out and about walking and letting us know. Yep. Good. Oh, well, I'll get on to people. I know there's one or two places that need to be done. Okay. You haven't get it done before Christmas, but you can get on to it next year and that sort of things. So what would you say are major three or four things that have to be done uh, in before or in 2024? Oh, I think, yeah, so I was just touching on them. Housing, uh, law and order. Uh, we certainly want to use as much leverage as we have as local government with yep. our central government partners. Yep. Um, you know, emergency housing in uh, Ulster Street, we've seen there's a bit of um, a plan coming out of from the ministers in terms of helping those people go from emergency housing into transitional housing. Right. Um, so keen to keep the pressure on there. Um, and just to continue to support our businesses and our community as we go into into the next year and into a recessionary environment, we'll mm. be looking to try and make sure we keep, we keep our rates where they are. Yep. So how do we how do we make sure we control our costs so we don't pass those costs yep. on to our community? It's a big one. You had uh, Rob Pascoe doing all the financial stuff before. Who's in charge of that now? So his deputy was uh, Maxine, oh, and yes. she's now taken on the role of chairing it. Oh, right. I was talking yeah. to Maxine just the other week. She didn't actually mention that, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe she was being, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. How are our finances? And she did give me a good answer. So, yeah. Oh, good. She's been around for a while, and uh, she seemed a very pleasant person. Yeah, she's had some time in the banking industry too, and obviously under Rob, uh, I'm sure she'll have a quick grasp of uh, What's the key questions. Yeah, well, I, as I look at the various people that are on the uh, council, one or two new ones that I might have to uh, talk to later on, but hey, it's a pretty good team down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I say, I think until February, when we really start getting the thick of it, um, we'll see people's <laughs> true colours yes. and, 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 and their passions come out because uh, it's still been a bit of an induction, a bit of a honeymoon period, yep. uh, a lot of learning. Um, and, and you forget, like, you know, I've gone on, on these inductions and the bus tours we've done recently and you, you, you sort of take it for granted how much knowledge you accumulate and how how just the breadth that council deals with across so much, you know. It's, it's, it's a really incredible business. Yes, indeed. Well, I see our time is uh, ticking by. Anything else you'd like to add in the next couple of minutes? No, thanks, Brian. I think it's good. I think it's good that you do this and uh, you get little bits of insight from different perspectives from elected members and yeah. uh, and, uh, and to understand. You also interviewed some staff recently. I think it was quite good too. That was good. That I'll provide was, you. Yeah, a, that was when the election was on. Yeah. And uh, yes, I spoke to people on all sorts, and they were really good value. And, uh, that was great. So uh, look forward to talking to councillors next year. This is the final one, folks, for this year. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.